Today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, Ontario's government is putting money out towards expanding natural gas access in rural and northern Ontario communities. Uh, and it, it's odd, you know, um, well, it's odd for many reasons. But, but another uh, spinoff of this is that uh, the head of the uh, Canadian Curling, sorry, Ontario Curling Association said that if, if people don't get a handle on their electricity bills, that their sport is going to suffer. We forget about ice rinks, curling rinks, and skating rinks uh, in northern or rural communities obviously depend on electricity to keep their uh, facilities operating. Uh, the uh, head of the Ontario Curling Association says we have 197 mem- members currently, and he would hazard a guess that between 10 and 20% of the clubs are on the threshold that in the next couple of years they could go broke. Uh, it used to cost between fifteen dollars to $18,000 a year to operate the facility. Now it's anywhere from thirty dollars to $45,000 a year just for electricity for curling rinks. So the head of the Curling Association of Ontario is worried that they're going to have to close rinks. Just one of the other fallouts of uh, Kathleen Wynne's energy mistake. And and now uh, to combat that, and many people would be uh, applauding this move, she wants to expand natural gas into uh, rural areas in northern Ontario. Right now about 75% of us, I guess, get our energy through natural gas. But this seems completely... uh, ironic to me that she wants to replace clean, clean electrical energy in the north and replace it with clean fossil fuel, natural gas, which she's trying to get everybody off of. So she has priced electricity so prohibitively expensive that now she's shooting natural gas out there because the people in Northern Ontario can't afford to be clean anymore. How ironic is it that she's trying to force everybody to be clean and in the process has driven everyone back to natural gas? Does anybody think this is bizarre? I mean, I'm thankful for the people of rural Ontario because they're going to finally get some relief in the form of clean natural gas. But this goes against everything that this government has talked about. The North is on clean electrical energy. They just can't afford it. So they have to come off their clean electricity and get on fossil fuel natural gas. How ironic that Kathleen Wynne's green energy plan is forcing people off of clean energy back to fossil fuel. Or in this case, for the first time. I mean, how ironic is this? These people were on clean energy, but now they can't afford it. So we have to ship some gas up to them. Man, what a mess. To talk more about all of this, Dr. Ross McKittrick is with us, Professor of Economics, CBE Fellow in Sustainable Commerce, Department of Economics and Finance with the University of Guelph, and is with us now. Hello, Ross. How are you today? Fine, thanks, Scott. How are you? Uh, Fine. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, Does anybody else find this odd that the North, which has been enjoying clean energy, now has to go on to gas because they simply can't afford it anymore? Doesn't that seem odd? Doesn't that sort of go against what we were trying to do? It's not just odd. It's it's, uh, downright contradictory because just last year, the Wynn government put out their climate change action plan, which promised 
to phase out the use of natural gas. They were going to make it illegal to build new houses that used natural gas. Everyone was going to have to use electricity. And that was by 2030 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was a frightening plan. I mean, it was obvious at the time that the province was in the hands of extreme ideologues. And we know the the result of that is what happened to our electricity system. And um, I think they they genuinely forgot. I mean, a lot of these people live in downtown Toronto, and, and they just didn't realize that a lot of people in rural Ontario don't have any alternative to electricity. And so when the electricity prices doubled and then tripled, it took them by surprise. It, this actually affected people, that there are people that are dependent on electricity to heat their homes. So um, this announcement, to me, just... It shows how they're they're improvising. They're they're kind of throwing out last week's plan, try on something new, and if it contradicts last week's plan, so be it. I don't really take seriously though this call for um, extending natural gas into rural areas the way they're doing, um, because it's it's not something you can do overnight. Um, Saskatchewan went through a rural gasification program back in the 1980s, and they. They did a very good job of it, but it takes a lot of advanced planning because unless you have a lot of hookups on each route, unless you plan it out so that you know ahead of time that you're going to get a lot of customers on each line, the costs get out of control. And so they had to do a lot of work to get easements and right-of-ways for the pipelines, and and, uh, it all ended up working quite well. They, They brought the whole thing in at a fairly low cost, and now they have extensive natural gas availability in rural areas, but they couldn't just send in trucks and start throwing natural gas pipe around because um, the costs get out of control. And also, it's uh, up in northern Ontario, there's, you're on the Canadian Shield, and it just may not be possible in some places to put natural gas lines in um, without very expensive construction. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.